Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily, how are you? Hi, Meg. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, before we get started today, I would like to thank everyone who has rated us on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings and reviews really help us so long as they are good ratings. I don't read them because the thought of reading the reviews makes me want to throw up. Um, but I do appreciate everyone who has given us a positive review. If you don't like this podcast, my advice would be to stop listening to it and not leave a review, but I can't stop you. Uh, for those of you who do enjoy this podcast, we really appreciate it. If you rate and review us on Apple podcasts, advices, just keep listening because one day you're going to really like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someday you'll come around. Yeah, I think you guys were really going to like it if you just listen harder. Um, I got a very kind from DM DM from someone a while ago. It was like, hey, I can barely hear you on this one episode. And I was, my answer was like, I'm sorry, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you remember when someone gave us a really bad review because we wouldn't say S-E-X? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think about that like every night before. I mean, fair. <laughs> Look, they're not wrong. So <laughs> that was a fair review. That was a fair. Anyway, rate us if you can. Okay, Emily, Ariana Grande is dating SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh my gosh. I could, all right. I hope everyone wants to buckle in for one entire hour because I could listen for one. I could talk about this forever. Um, Let's just start. Uh, let's just start here. What's her type? What's mm -hmm. Ariana Grande's type? Because I honestly think it's interesting looking white dude who have girlfriends. Uh, any okay, the first type is has to have some sort of committed partner. Yeah. Which honestly relatable. <laughs> honestly, not at all relatable. Someone had like a cat they were liking a lot more. I'd be like, never mind, they don't want to date me. Oh, nothing made someone more attractive in my eyes than if like another person was already into them. I I don't know. I'm sure that's some sort of insecurity. I Maybe don't know how to overcome it. Mine was like, oh, um, I'm not, I'm not competitive. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> goodbye uh, yeah that's a healthy response thank you because she's dating the most fascinating looking people her husband ex-husband fine no problems there he was mid in my opinion she I think okay I will say though I used to do this thing where I was only interested in dating men who were a lot less attractive than I am Mm -hmm. um as a power move obviously well I mean you want to be the beautiful one in the relationship of course, of course so I was like yeah if I'm the beautiful one that's a great move for me and I do yeah. does Ariana Grande need that I mean don't to an extent I would think but this is like extreme. Oh. this is extreme I mean he seems great I don't he seems fine I don't know I just don't see him and think I don't think oh. he seems great, Meg. I don't. Yeah, think you're right. I don't know why fine. I said that. I think it's, that he might be a slime ball. I think he is. Um, okay, I've been watching a lot on TikTok about him. First of all, him and SpongeBob SquarePants, ten out of ten, can't recommend enough. Just spiraling down there. But one thing I'm very fascinated about with him is I don't think he's nice. I've been watching interviews and he was like getting interviewed, I think at like the Tony Awards. And the interviewer was like, I heard you don't like to like talk or use your voice because you use it as like 
your gift to the world, right? And he was like, yeah, no, I don't like to talk. I try not to talk that much. And I was like, can you imagine being married to this man? Have you seen Theater Camp yet? No, is it good? I saw it last night. I loved it. And it's very much like that kind of person who is so into theater that they have complete brain rot you know like all they can think about is like Broadway and he seems like that kind of person and that just does not translate into normal people world it's just not that likable there that's the thing is I've watched quite a few interviews with him now and I'm like he's not that likable in my opinion is he talented you bet your butt but if I was to date any person cast in the Wicked movie I wouldn't pick buck who would you pick probably elsabub yeah (laughs) i mean she's the coolest one (laughs) so i would pick her um i mean second choice i don't know probably that like goat teacher wait who's elsabub what's her name alphaba there it is (laughs) 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 that's like what my brain heard and then i was like wait Elsa? Okay. What's cool. it? Yes, agreed. Elsa? Alphabet? Alphabet? Right? Like alphabet? I'll tell um, you who it wouldn't be, though. It wouldn't be Bach and it wouldn't be Nessa. Those are the bottom barrel for me. So it's fascinating that she thought out of everyone in this movie, you know who I'm most interested in? Bach. Kind of like watching Titanic and being like, I'm really into not Leonardo DiCaprio and not Billy Zane, maybe like the second assistant to the captain. For me, it's like, you know who I'm really interested in? That cabin boy. Yeah. Just tiny little guy who the runs in and out that of one scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and like what's fun about him is he just kind of runs around everywhere. He's just scurrying around on his tiny little legs. Like, there's nothing to me very sexually appealing about the character of Bach. Okay, I did see a TikTok though from a girl who she's like, when you do musical theater with a straight man, you are going to fall in love with him. And I think that we've all kind of had like those desert island kind of like you're in this small group of people and suddenly that becomes your whole world and your lens through which you find romantic partners becomes pretty distorted. Yeah, that's true. But here, like, there's just nothing wrong with being single. Uh, And also, the huge elephant in the room here is that he was married and has a baby. And that's pretty tough. A tiny baby. Like, she born last fall. That's like, so Ariana Grande, listen, you need to tighten it up. I mean, Lily J, who is the uh, now ex-wife, came out and said, my family's collateral damage and all of this. This is really about Ariana and Dalton. It's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a bad look. Like, find a rebound, whatever. Just make sure that rebound isn't a father to a newborn baby. Yeah, and it's like, you know, who's the dumbest out of all of them? That SpongeBob SquarePants. What an idiot, yeah. Ethan. Did Slatter. you know? Here's a question. Do you think maybe this is a long con from the SpongeBob SquarePants marketing team? Because I was not aware this was a musical until all of this. SpongeBob SquarePants? I didn't know it was a musical. I think it's already canceled though, isn't it? I think I it's mean, like on and off Broadway. Bing, bing, boom. Well, maybe I'll be back on now because so many people are like, SpongeBob, what? Sp- wait, SpongeBob? Yeah, I think they are. Pro- You're probably right. Actually, I think it's still on Broadway. 
It is. I just Googled it. But you know what? When's the time that you thought to yourself, you know who is probably going to put a great Broadway show together? Nickelodeon. Look, I watch the Kids' Choice Awards every year, and I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a good production. <laughs> yeah, you're right about Actually, you're right about that. And right now, one of my favorite UK drag queens is starring in it. So I guess I'll go. We gotta go. See, it worked. I think they're only touring. Well, I do think I saw a sign saying that the Draper Community Theater is putting on a production of SpongeBob SquarePants. Then we're busy. We've got so Meg and I are busy. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Wait, he looks like her brother. Period. Her actual brother, or they look like they could be siblings. No, he looks like her actual brother, which is different colored eyebrows. Yes. If you see a side-by-side, you are going to be like, wow, eek, this is hard. I just don't think there's anything worse than being told you look like you're related to your significant other. I just think I'd rather die. Period. Prayers up. Um, mostly for Lily J. I don't yeah, really care about anyone care. else involved. This just in. I don't care about you, Ariana Grande. I think you're going to reap what you sow. Um, also, no, also, Ethan, because this is... Yeah, he's, he's also complicit one. he's the worst one yeah um okay so I'm just living my life yesterday and then I see this news alert about Lizzo and I was like what is going on with Lizzo she was trending on Twitter and Emily I feel like usually when celebrities get canceled I'm like half prepared for it you know rarely has there been a celebrity getting canceled where I'm like wow I really did not see that coming I did not see this coming this one's this one's tough this one's tough um I did just read I did a synopsis of like all 27 pages of it and it and it's tough um Lizzo doesn't seem great like her hands are not clean I know some people have been trying to be like it's mostly the dance Campton it's not Lizzo but it's like doesn't sound great and now people all a bunch of her dancers on Instagram are being like this is true we agree yeah. with everything this is saying and even if it is the dance captain if you're in charge of the dance captain the buck stops with you right and if you're aware of that problematic person on your staff it is your responsibility to get rid of them yeah so it it's tough man it's a tough one Lizzo brought me a lot of happiness I I know everything's alleged so I have to now just put her on the fence I cannot support her right now until we go through this, but it's not great. Like nothing I read made me feel good. And it's fascinating because it's like racial discrimination, religious discrimination, body shaming, like body shaming, and like the false ex- imprisonment. Did you read that one? No, because they, one person said that she had recorded a conversation between her and Lizzo and her management heard about it so they fired this dancer and then they wouldn't let her leave the room until they saw that she had deleted any recordings oh my gosh so we're getting false imprisonment which is not great and the other allegations are essentially that she created a hostile work environment and a documentary director actually spoke out about it yesterday let's see her name is Sophia Nully Allison posted yesterday that she had started filming this documentary with Lizzo and walked away after two weeks because she found it to be such a toxic environment. Her dancers have alleged that they were forced to do things that made them really uncomfortable. 
go to strip clubs, touch naked people they didn't want to touch. They were body shamed. They were laughed at. Um, It's pretty, it just sounds like she allegedly created a really hard place to work for a lot of her employees. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it's not about damn time for Lizzo. It's tough. She had pops that make you feel good. And it's always disappointing when someone's, it's always disappointing when someone you like is human, period. So when someone's a bad human, it's very bottom, like it's very disappointing. Yeah, I'm fine with like, you know, seeing the cracks with people. That's expected. And that's actually usually kind of a relief. But these these cracks are pretty severe. Um, Do you think like- And at the expense of others. Do you feel like if you're really famous and important, you just become a, you have to just become a bad person? I think you have to become a different kind of person than you were before. I don't think that kind of person has to be bad. I think it you just have to change in certain ways. And I think, unfortunately, in this case, she just became too consumed with the power. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> or didn't realize what it meant to be in charge of people, you know? I think they got drunk on power. My yeah. my thing with Lizzo in this instance is she chose to be ignorant or at best, at worst, she knew and didn't care. And then also at worst, she was involved in like plenty of it. That is, you can't hold someone in an office when you fire them. Yeah, so- I think uh, not to restate what you said but I think that the best case scenario here is that this dance captain was responsible for a lot of this and Lizzo just kind of ignored it worst case scenario is Lizzo is actually the one who created all these terrible situations so not great anyway you slice it not great tough day for most of us uh you want to talk about my favorite conspiracy theory right now yes that the song Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo is actually about Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. Meg just turned the water up to boiling because I've got some firm opinions about this one. Do I think this is true? No. Do I hope it's true? Yes. I could so, see it's true. I could see how it's true. There's okay, enough there. On. There's enough there. Um, Listen, I don't care about Olivia Rodrigo. I've never rooted for her. And I've actually... Okay, I'm sorry. Vampire is a really good song. Vampire? Listen... She makes good. She makes bops. Yeah. Driver's License was a great song. Um, I do know some people on her team. I don't know if they still are. Were problematic. I heard from a first person source. Oh. That means- did, did she get rid of them? Did she say, "Hey, you're creating a toxic work environment. I've got to get you off my team." She has upgraded. Yes. Okay. Um, something definitely happened between her and Taylor Swift. Obviously, very obviously, and I gotta say, to no one's surprise. I find myself on Olivia Rodrigo's side because what, so this is all a buildup, right? And people are saying the crux of the issue here is Olivia Rodrigo came out before, you know, years ago and was like, I love Taylor Swift. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. And then people were listening to her music and were like, there's a lot of stuff that sounds like a lot like Taylor Swift. And she's been like, I love Taylor Swift. I'm super inspired by her period. And so then Taylor Swift was like, well, then you were inspired by what I did. So I helped with the song. So I want credit for helping with the song. And Jack, her bestie was like, same, like we wrote songs that you were inspired by. 
And so we should get credit for part of the song that you built that inspiration off of. And St. Vincent as well. St. Vincent, Annie Clark. For me, for me, I just find it a little yucky because everyone is inspired by something. There is no original thought in this world. I don't care who you are. If you're the smartest, most creative person in the world, your thoughts don't come from nowhere. They come from something. Especially in the music industry, because like how many notes do we actually have? Exactly. And like none of it was like exactly sampled from Taylor Swift. It's not like Vanilla Ice and that like Queen controversy where he took the exact same dun 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 dun, like the exact (laughs) progression of music and reskinned it basically. It's not like that. It's like she loved a song. She built off that song, which I think is fair game. That's creativity to me is you had an idea, you loved it. So you made it your own. That to me is like, that's being an artist. And I don't like that Taylor Swift has fought so hard for years against Spotify, against Scooter Braun, against all of these things for me to think that she sort of made herself the problem in the same way Scooter Braun or whomever was the problem to her. So I haven't, it, it's always rubbed me the wrong way about what happened and then you know things got turned up to an 11 because olivia rodrigo got like nominated for oscars and i mean for grammys and some of them were the songs that were like credited later to taylor swift but she wasn't part of the grammy nomination because the grammys were like why would she be nominated she shouldn't even have a writing credit we're not acknowledging that and then i think that made taylor swift even more upset okay so it wasn't that Taylor Swift was actually a contributor in the writing process. It's that Olivia said she was inspired by Taylor Swift music that made Taylor Swift demand credit. Is that what I'm understanding? I think it was maybe a little closer than just inspired. Like there was like maybe more connection. No, but she didn't write any of that music. She did not write it. She was not in a room writing music with Olivia Rodrigo. You know what I mean? She wasn't there for that. It was like Olivia Rodrigo later said, you know, I'm very inspired by her. And you can see things where it's inspiration. You know, a a lot of us were. A lot of us were like, yeah, this feels very much like a Taylor Swift song. And she's always, I don't know. And so that's where it just got. I mean, people have made that accusation at Taylor Swift about Beyonce, right? So like, again, this is just kind of the way the music industry works is everyone's borrowing from each other and sharing ideas. And um, the internet's evidence that they've produced is lines like, you only come out at midnight and, you know, Taylor Swift has midnights. And I'm like, all right. But also they used to take like a lot of photos together anytime they were at an event together and they haven't done that in a long time. Like you said, something happened and Olivia Rodrigo has not come out and denied this either. She did make a TikTok with the TikTok guy who was also at Sophia Richie's wedding who does like the- Octopussy, he's yeah. Sophia Richie's cousin-in-law. He's- changed his tiktok name i think it's jake shane now but you know she made like a jokey tiktok about is this song about us from euphoria um but hasn't come out and said no this is not about taylor swift she has come out and said no this is not about my ex-boyfriend who everyone thought it was about but has made no formal denial that it's about taylor swift so where where there's smoke there's fire i believe yeah i think so too 
Um, and there's more like, I don't know, like, listen, that one song good for you by Olivia Rodriguez. All of us were like, this sounds a lot like that Paramore song. Yeah. So she did like Paramore got credited after because it sounds so similar, which like, I don't know. I just think that's such a yucky gray area where I'm like, they do sound a lot alike, but guess what? A lot of music sounds a lot alike. So I think Olivia Rodrigo kind of got steamrolled. And I don't know if you remember that Paramore is like very good friends with Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift had them as her opening act and Taylor Swift added Sabrina Carpenter as her opening act, who you may remember the the driver's license song is about Olivia Rodrigo's ex-boyfriend getting with Sabrina Carpenter. So I love uh, it. I love it. If you're like Charlie with the board and the pins and the string you know i feel like listen no one wants to hear it i'm gonna say it anyway where there's smoke there's fire about taylor swift please please ignore that when you're writing your apple podcast rating and review for us you know what just send that as a private dm to me i'd love to engage in conversation around taylor swift with people who care that much i feel like you just grabbed onto the monkey's paw and i have no regrets Did you know that Justin and Sophie Trudeau just announced they're getting divorced? No, I didn't. Tell me. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Can can a prime minister get divorced? Why do you feel like that's against the rules? This is wild. Has this like I has the the president's never done that, right? And I'm like, just like kind of fake it till like your term is over. I don't think a president's ever gotten divorced. Um, I feel like maybe Berlusconi in italy i mean that guy was wild um but america this has certainly never happened canada just feels like an extension of america i'm so sorry if you're canadian um i don't know this like really kind of shocked me 18 years of marriage and they're separating is is she the one was his wife a bit older than her no that's macron uh another handsome another handsome world leader another handsome brunette world leader yes okay they Uh, have three children uh xavier 15 ella grace 14 and hadrian 9 that's those are tough ages to go through a divorce those are tough ages i just would love to know what the catalyst was because usually like someone like a prime minister is just too busy to get into like shenanigans so yeah. you just get tired of being by yourself because he has to put his work first. Like, I just would love to know. I would also love to know. And maybe it's just because he's been prime minister for so long that she's like, there's clearly no end in sight here. But like as recently as Father's Day, she, I mean, this is actually usually a sign. If someone writes a really gushing comment about their significant other on Instagram, you know, rough seas ahead but on father's day she was like he's the best blah 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 on mother's day he wrote a post to her and to his mom so if they were going through it they were concealing it well um Uh, and sounds uh, like they're parting amicably I don't know I don't know I'm like genuinely flabbergasted by this okay did you hear though that the last person the last prime minister to get divorced during his tenure was his dad oh my gosh First of all, did not know he was a Nepo baby. Everyone is. I know. It's so Everyone disappointing. Is. I just recently, who did I recently find out? Oh, um, Patrick Mahomes, because I watched that Netflix show, Quarterback. Oh, I, did you like I, it? I loved it. Yeah, it was people so are loving amazing. it. I don't care at all about sports. I can't stress this enough. Don't care about sports. But 
I liked it a lot. And I found out that his dad's a major league baseball player, which I consider an Epo baby. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely an Epo baby. Um, you know what show I got really into? Full swing, the one about golf. Oh, and how was that? I mean, I loved it. You as a hole in one achiever would probably right. really love it. That's right. Okay, I guess I'll have to find it. I tell that story to everyone I know who golfs. I'm like, my friend Emily, when she was in high school, went That's golfing right. and got a hole in one. I did. And if you don't believe me, come to my house. I've got a statue. They gave me a trophy, which I display in the family room because I think people need to understand my dominance. Yeah, I think that that is 1000% the right move. And I hope at your funeral, it is sitting out on the table with all these photos of you. If it's not, can you make sure to talk to someone? I don't know why you're assuming I will die after you. I'm on like my eighth Diet Coke today. Um, But if that happens to be the case, then sure. But what did you have for lunch? Because I had chips and a cake. (laughs) I had leftover salmon and rice. Hmm. Hmm. All right, probably even. We'll probably go at the same time. We now are going to um, record a bonus episode while we wait for the housewives to come back on in September. We are going to be doing a bonus feed about the reality TV we are currently watching. Um, So check out the bonus feed to find those episodes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. (laughs) 